Bartender Journey, episode number 18. A little different format this week. Vano couldn't be with me today, but I recorded something with him on the phone last night, so I'm going to play that. And then I have our buddy Cameron, who we've interviewed before. He's a bartender up in Chicago, and he's filling in as co-host today. So first I'm going to play what we recorded last night, Vano and I, and then we'll have Cameron. Vano! What's up, brother? How you doing, man? Can you hear me? I hear you. You hear me okay? Yes, sir. What's going on, man? You're calling it in today, huh? I'm in county, lock up six, man. Yeah. <laughs> you locked up, huh? No, no, I'm out of town, man. So, well, what's going on, brother? Not much. You know what? I'm. Uh, you know, it's it's a holiday weekend here. I'm uh, had a few beverages over the weekend, and uh, in fact, I'm about to make a new one here, right here. Check this. Check oh. this out. You know what that sound is, right? Oh shit, man! Shaker. What? Yeah, I went to this uh, Manhattan cocktail classic. They call it was- last weekend, and I met some interesting people. The uh, this one guy from California. He makes these really high end vermouths. You know. And right. honestly, I wasn't a big vermouth fan before until I tried this stuff. It's so good. One thing about vermouth, it's supposed to be kept in the refrigerator. And that's why it always tastes like shit, because it sits around forever, not refrigerated like it's supposed to be. No shit. I always keep it in the well. I know. Everybody does. And it, that's not what you're supposed to. It's like wine. It goes bad after a while. So why is the reason why you only use a dash of vermouth or a tiny bit of vermouth? Because it's crap. You know, it's been sitting in the well forever. It's not been refrigerated like it's supposed to, and it goes bad. And so it's like this vicious circle of it's bad, so you don't want to use very much, but then you don't use very much, so you don't change the bottle very often. And it, But a good vermouth is actually really awesome. So well, I'm having a Manhattan right here. Cheers. <laughs> I never knew that, man. That's pretty uh, interesting shit. This vermouth is really good. It's called um, – let, let, let me get the bottle here. It's called V-Y-A. Vi, I guess you call it, pronounce it. And a really interesting yellow apple. V Y. What did you say? V Y A. Okay. And it's an excellent product. I never liked Manhattans before. I didn't like them because, but I think the reason is because the vermouth is terrible normally, but this vermouth is awesome. You know, I just I just opened this bottle. It's not been sitting in the well for six months like most vermouths, so it's it's great. That's interesting. You're speaking of Manhattans. You know, when when I was working one time. The steward was ordering a uh, Jack Daniels Manhattan with a splash of Coke. Mm-hmm. And every now and then I'll order that, man. I like it. Yeah, that's all right. That's all right. But I'm telling you, the it's vermouth good. is key. The vermouth, it's got to be fresh, and it can't sit around forever. It's like wine. You know, like wine, it, it, you don't you don't leave it for six months, right? <laughs> After a day or two, it's no good anymore. So it's the same thing with vermouth. You know, vermouth is a, um, it's a fortified wine like port or... Um, or Madeira, or, um, you know, there's a lot of different ones. But that, that's what it is. It's a fortified wine. So it's... Dude, if people, I guarantee you, if people went to their... Every bottle of vermouth in America is probably over 10 years old. Man. I know, I know, right? Where we work, how often do you change that vermouth? Oh, Never. I mean, how long have you been working there? Did you ever go to, into the liquor room and get a new one? Never, right? <laughs> I don't think never. I'm telling you, it's crazy, dude. Yeah, that's incredible. What else did you, uh, that, when you went there, was a lot of people there? Oh, so many people. It was a really interesting event. It was a little similar to the uh, event in Las Vegas, you know, but also very different. I mean, it's, it's a little more high-end. You know, in Las Vegas, there was lots of vendors there giving you drinks uh, to taste in a little tiny plastic cup, whatever. Over here at this one, it was like, it was in a hotel, and they were giving you, everything was in like, 
really nice glasses and it was it was very high end and it was really interesting and i i didn't even go to one tenth of the events there were there was so many events i just went to this one at the hotel but there were events at all all the high end um cocktail bars in manhattan there were events all over all over the city you know all five boroughs and it was um wow. we you should try to come with me next year cuz it was really cool that was really cool. No, that, that sounds cool. The vermouth, I'm still bugging out on the vermouth, man. You're supposed to refrigerate I never knew that. Yeah, no, you are. We learned something, man. I mean, shit. That's right. That's why we're here, right? To to, uh, to, to learn new things for ourselves uh, and teach other people new things. Yeah, you were saying something about rum, too. Oh, yeah. So I set up a, um, also at this cocktail event, I met some um, people that, there's all these, you know, now these new, um, micro distilleries and you know small it's like it's almost like craft beer but now with liquor and it's happening all over and i met these people that make rum in not boston but massachusetts area somewhere so they're gonna um they're gonna send me a couple bottles and uh we're gonna try it live on the air if you can say that in a podcast it's not really live right you listen to it after the fact but they're gonna send me a couple bottles it's called privateer rum so i'm gonna have some and talk to them interview them Maybe make some of the cocktails off of their um, website. They have some cool cocktails on their website, privateerrum.com. That's that's cool, man. That's, that's interesting stuff, man. Did you get a lot of you got a lot of goodies coming back too, right? Oh yeah, yeah. After the cot, yeah, yeah. Well, these people at um, my friend, my new friend Andrew from California, who uh, makes this Vi Vermouth. He gave me a bunch of bottles to take home. One of which I'm sampling right now. <laughs> and uh, the, yeah, I got this book. Oh wait, let me get it. I went to this little class, and it was about um, there was an author who wrote a book about Hemingway. You know, Hemingway was a big, he was big into cocktails and drinking, and and so the author gave this talk, and his book is called "To Have and to Have Another: A Hemingway Cocktail Companion" by Philip Green, and um, so I went to his class, and I, this whole book I got to show you next time you come over, and it's got all. Recipes, but all stories about Hemingway. I haven't read it yet, unfortunately. I, I should have read it. But um, what was uh, Hemingway's choice as far as drinking? Oh, he liked a lot. He liked pretty much anything with alcohol in it. <laughs> but I'll, I'll just open the book here. A rum swizzle, death in the afternoon. The Josie Russell. Here's one. Uh, oh, speaking of vermouth, vermouth cassis. So it's a oh dry vermouth in this case, creme de cassis and club soda. But it says. This is not Hemingway speaking here. This is the author speaking, but exactly what I was talking about earlier. Be it dry or sweet vermouth, be sure you either refrigerate your vermouth or decant it into smaller bottles, just as you would with any open bottle of wine. Once exposed to air, vermouth will go stale, and you don't want to ruin a good drink with bad vermouth. But there's recipes, and then there's a whole chapter about each of these things, and then it talks. A lot of these recipes were things that his characters drank in his in his novels you know in the Hemingway novels so it's really it's really interesting it's it seems like a fascinating book I can't wait to read it that's cool man yeah very cool so yeah like I said we're gonna have Cameron on the show tomorrow yeah uh, he's, a, he's a cool dude he was in one of the episodes one of actually one of the first interviews but he's a cool cat and I uh you know recommended to uh, Vince you know get him you know to uh, do the inter- you know to do the show with you because unfortunately I'm out of town yeah but uh it should be interesting man well this works out you know, on the phone, it's not so bad, I guess. I don't know. It's probably hard to hear you, but yeah, I'm here. We'll fix it up. But what about that time? What about that time uh, we went out for a drink after we recorded the previous podcast, the last podcast? We went out and had a uh, beverage. And remember what happened? Yeah, well, I will tell you what. I'll give you my my take on it. You tell me if you agree with it. 
we went out for a drink talking about the show, how to take it to the next level. And we're sitting at the bar, and, and from what I, what I, how I visualized it was, or interpreted rather, was this bartender who was, who was a kick-ass bartender was making a drink for a couple, and she, I believe it was a margarita. Right, she, premium margarita, yep. They get their, she, the, the couple gets another margarita, they get the bill, and they realize that the margarita was like, what, $11, $12? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They ordered they ordered one round, and then they ordered yeah. a second round and asked for the asked for the uh, bill. So so now they get the second round, and they're seeing how much they're spending, right? So they, they drink they drink half of it, and they say to the bartender, "Hey, this, this doesn't taste good." She's like, "Well, I I, I made it the same way I made it the first time." So she does it again, and this went back and forth, but two times. Yeah, yeah, and then now the manager's involved to uh, give the couple of credit. The bar, you know, it's funny. Like we talk about, we never expose your bartender. I mean, we we just let the bartender know that she did a hell of a job because it had to do when that guest got their bill and they realized that this margarita is an expensive drink when it's done correctly, and she was yeah. trying to get out of it. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She this guest ordered the most expensive margarita. I guess she didn't realize how much it cost, and now she doesn't want to pay for it, right? So, the, <laughs> so she's saying this one doesn't taste good. She goes, taste it. To the, she's saying to the bartender, "Taste it. It doesn't taste as good as the last yeah, one. It tastes terrible." Yeah, for the bartender, because that's what that look she had. Like I know that look. You know that look. Yeah, you know, she got like, flustered, right? right? And the bartender got like a little flustered. Yeah, it's, I mean it happens. I mean this shit's you know you you know you're human. You run off emotions, and you could tell she was a proud bartender. <laughs> right. It's like now, now. That's not what I wanted. So now this guest is questioning her ability as a bartender, and she didn't like that. Hey, you know, and you can't blame her for that. Now, now the ego's involved. So it was, and, and Vince, I gotta tell you, I, I think that it, I think that it kind of made her feel good for for us, for her, for our opinion, saying you did the right thing. Right. You know what I mean? She kind of like was a little more relaxed because that's that's the worst thing when you're doing the right thing and someone questions your you know, like your product, like you're not doing it right. Yeah, man, it was kind of funny watching you too because you always talk about, you're pretty adamant about not exposing that you're a bartender when you go into a bar. No, I was like, uh, we never pulled a bartender card and I, I just felt bad. I just like gave her a fist bump. I was like, yo, you did a hell of a job. And it's like, she was like, first she was like, why we have a show like on ESPN or something? I'm like, nah, <laughs> no, it's local. And she's like, yo, I love local talent. And I was, and I, that was great. So, Hopefully she listens, you know, she'll give us a call or something. Yeah, yeah, hopefully she listens to the show, and um, definitely, if if you're listening, give us a tweet or a uh, an email, and we'd, we'd like to talk to you again. But, yeah, yeah it was yeah. funny because you're always like, you never you never tell anybody you're a bartender when you go into a bar, and then all of a sudden you're like, watch this, I'm going to tell, <laughs> I'm going to pull the bartender card. <laughs> it was funny. <laughs> yeah, man, I just, I thought, you know what it is, I just, I know that, I know that feeling, man, and, and it's just, uh, you want to know something ironic? I didn't tell you this. When when I left, I went to um, I went to the supermarket in that area. Mm. I saw I saw that couple in the supermarket. No, really? <laughs> yeah. Were they were they, bar, were they buying like margarita mix? <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't remember. I just remember seeing them. I was like, oh man. But uh, you know that was, that ended well. You know, no no, no drama. So it's pretty. Crazy. That that would have been the perfect ending to this story if they were buying margarita mix at the <laughs> supermarket. <laughs> no, no, they were just they were shopping, but uh. I, listen, I've been uh, checking out, you know, we talk about all the time about places you want to work and, and you scope out and you get the intel. I've been uh, at this um, hotel. It's uh, there's like a, um, it's like a, I want to say nightclub, but it's like an, it's for uh, like a 30 up crowd. Mm-hmm. 
and I've been going there two or three times just trying to get the intel because I want to land land a gig there because the hours are perfect for me. Mm-hmm. Like it starts like at like eight thirty, mm-hmm. so it'd be perfect for me. And it's just like a Friday, Saturday. All right, cool. After you know that that's perfect for me. Those Sundays, right? So I'm, I'm trying to get as much information as I can and trying to you know I'll keep everyone posted. That's cool that's interesting. I was talking to somebody about this today. Like the the mature crowd is kind of what you want, you know, because if you get at a at a bar where there's just a lot of young, I don't know, maybe I shouldn't even be saying this, but if the if you're at a working at a bar where there's a lot of young kids, like they're just trying to get drunk for the cheapest way possible, you know, a, a mature crowd of thirty year olds, whatever, thirty years old and up, is sort of like. That's what you want, you know. They're going to tip better. They're going to spend more money. They're going to buy high-end stuff. And they're not going to try to smuggle stuff in in their purse or whatever. You know You know what I mean? Yeah. Does that make sense? Picking up a little bit. Sorry to hear you. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, a, a mature crowd is actually better. That's where you want to work. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, – you know what it is, too? I, doing the show, man, I'm just – I'm getting very – I got bored where I'm working. Yeah. And it's just like – you did like it, and when you, you know when you get satisfied, it's when you don't learn. You're not going to grow anymore. And- exactly. All right, I guess we'll leave it there. We got to leave some room to talk to Cameron on this episode. You know, next week we'll uh, we'll lock it out. We'll get some shows in the can, and uh, we'll take it from there. All right, sounds good, man. Hey, listen, when you talk to Cameron, I want to I want to get more information on uh, what's Barton or Jimmy, man. Jimmy, right? Yeah, we want to yeah, hear more about Jimmy. What's going on with that cat, man? We got to get him on for an interview. That would be cool. Yes, sir. All right, brother. Well, I'll talk to you soon. And, All right, brother. Uh, you, have, you have a good trip. All right. Next, we have my talk with Cameron. Cameron. What's going on, man? Hey, it's Vince here. How are you? Good. How are you doing? Oh, not too bad. I should explain here. We uh, This is podcast number 18, and um, Vano couldn't be here today. So we got Cameron, who was on the show, episode 10, I believe it was. And uh, I asked him back to be my co-host this week. So thanks for coming on, man. Oh, no, dude. Uh, first of all, thank you for uh, having me. This is uh, an honor and a pleasure, sir. Well, thank you. Well, cool. How was, uh, how was work last night? Typical Monday night, man. Kind of slow. Um, Sunday was really big this week, uh, you know, for Memorial Day. Yeah. But last night was, uh, was a pretty typical Monday crowd. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So how many nights a week are you, are you there? Um, well, I'm at, I'm at this new place now, uh, and I'm, so I'm bartending about five nights a week now. Ah, good for you. Very yeah, good. yeah, yeah. It's really fun. I love it. So, uh, so at two different places, you say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, um, uh, uh, I'm still working at, um, you know, uh, with Jimmy at the, it's a, like a, a steak place. And then, um, this new place, it's like a, it's like a sushi place. All right. And so, uh, I'm bartending there now. Cool. Yeah, I remember uh, you caught our attention with that tweet about uh, you use our show as a pregame. So that, yeah. that caught our attention, and uh, that's kind of why we wanted to have you on after reading that. So that was really cool. Definitely, yeah. It, it, it's so true. Um, like whenever I first started listening to you guys, um, it was like a, like a game changer because you guys made me view the bar in a, in a, a different way, like from a different perspective. Like I, I'm no longer you know, trying to work for these tips now I'm uh, uh I'm I'm kind of bartending from a position where I'm allowing these people to drink at my bar. There you go. I like that. I, like, <laughs> I, I, I let you drink at my bar. You enjoy yourself. Yeah, that's what Van always says. Drinking is a privilege, not a not a right or not Absolutely. A, you know. Absolutely. Sometimes people tend to forget that. 
Yeah, that's right. But yeah, and, that, and I always say you got to kind of be in control of your bar, you know. And I, I've seen it where it gets out of hand, you know, where the bartender's not in control of the situation. And you Definitely. know, absolutely, absolutely. One of um, when I first started bartending, one of like the veteran bartenders that they stuck me with, he always said, um, "The bar drinks to your pace." Because you're pouring everyone's drinks. It's like if you set up a routine or you set up a system where you're, you know, <clears throat> you got just perfectly where you're hitting everybody, making, you know, you're talking to everybody about halfway through your drink. And the next time you come around, they're just about ready for another one. Right. Go ahead and pour them that second drink. Yeah. Yeah. I see. Yeah. And it's funny. You got to kind of weigh things out and, and, see how the people are doing you know so sometimes you want to slow down the pace because people are getting fucked up you know <laughs> exactly exactly or maybe you're getting you know overwhelmed mm-hmm. yeah yeah all different kinds of reasons you know why you and it's just it's a it's a great skill to have to be able to you know to, to control the bar in that aspect yeah yeah and you got to kind of read the people too it's funny i've been i, I mentioned i've been um, filling in at this kind of little local neighborhood bar and it's all like 95 percent regulars you know they come in almost all uh, some of them come in every single day i swear and they and they (laughs) i'm not kidding man but it's funny because you know now you have this unspoken language with the with these regulars you know they know you kind of know when uh when they're ready (laughs) some of them will some of them will just put their their empty bottle you know if they're drinking beer or whatever their empty glass in a certain spot and then that's that's the signal (laughs) that's it that's it I, I used to have these Irish regulars, and they, and they they never liked to not have a drink. Right. So they'd always like to be backed up before they finish their their drink. And if I ever saw, you know, like a beer bottle up to the up on the bar mat, you know, yep. near the end of the bar, that I knew that was like that was like their, their, them raising the flag. Right. Right. <laughs> That's like their calling card. Like, come on now, someone's thirsty over here. That's right. Yeah. It's fun though those neighborhood bars. I mean, everybody's buying totally. each other drinks, and you know, it, it's it's nice, man. A lot, you know, a lot of people come in like the regulars. They'll come in and they'll sit at the bar and eat. You know, and uh, they'll have dinner every night, which is cool because that drives your checkup. You know, so way up, way up, <laughs> way up. Any any time I can I can snag somebody <laughs> to, if I can like talk someone into eating at the bar. Yeah, you know, I, I always do it. And, you know, people don't realize it's like you know, oh, you waiting waiting fifteen minutes for a table. You can come to the bar. I can serve you now. Absolutely. Yeah, that's that's a good that's a good point too for um, yeah, absolutely restaurants like that where people are waiting for tables. Yeah, bring them to the bar, get them some drinks, some food. Absolutely, absolutely, and especially like you know, just like the, the guys that you know come in by themselves or comes in come in twos. It's like hey, hey guys, I got a spot for you right here. Come on over. Yep, yep. There you go. Anytime I can do that, you know, hey, then it's it's money in my pocket. That's right. I, I like eating at a bar. You know, I, I do it all the time. I mean, and I think it's better service too. Yeah, yeah. Because you you've got someone in front of you. <laughs> yep. You know, refill your drinks, making sure you know you're not gonna be sitting around waiting. You know, unless it's a shitty bartender, you're not gonna be sitting around waiting trying to flag a server down. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I mean, that's a good point. I never really thought of it that way. But but yeah, I mean, you know, you got dancing in front of you. <laughs> I was I was at a bar the other day and it was it was just two of us. We had two drinks each and two appetizers and it was you know it came out to like forty five bucks. So I left you know like a ten dollar tip and you know that would nice. if I was on the other side of the bar I would have been thrilled with that you know <laughs> absolutely. And then you know the whole bar is full of people doing that. So hey, money so, in the pocket, man. Yep, yep. So I think come fall I'm gonna start looking for um. For a situation, a more permanent situation like that, you know, where yeah. we where we work, you know, with these large parties and stuff, you know, people come in, 
they don't, they may never see us again. You know what I mean? They don't care if they stiff us or leave a dollar because they're right, never going right. to see us again. You know, these regulars at this bar, dude, they, they got to leave tips because they're coming back the next day. You know? Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. If they leave a, do- no, if they leave a dollar, you know, and you, they come back the next day, you're going to like, fuck this guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of times, like, they, those, those are the guys that, that want to take care of you. Like, those regulars. Right. Like, they, they want to come in. With their friends, and then you know, bad have, have the best service, but they, you know, they always want to take care of you if they if you take care of them. Yep, yep, symbiotic relationship. Absolutely, absolutely. So you already mentioned Jimmy the bartender. I want to hear more about him. You talked about oh, him the first oh, time baby, 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 baby. <laughs> he calls everybody. Yeah, so J- yeah, Jimmy is 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 so damn cool. Uh, man, he must be. He's got to be in his sixties. Uh huh. Close to, I don't know, he's got like 64, 63. And um, old Iranian guy. Uh-huh. And, um, and and yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just this old guy. He, he calls everybody baby. And um, he's been working at this place since 73. He's wow. been there for a long time. <laughs> and, a long uh, time. People, yeah, people come back and ask for him specifically. They say, we want Jimmy. Wow, that's cool. Okay, no problem, baby. <laughs> Jimmy Jimmy knows all the drinks. Jimmy knows every drink. But one really cool thing he taught me was he taught me how to make homemade like I like right there behind the bar how to make brandy ice cream. What? Yeah, <laughs> right there behind the bar in front of people and then he would he 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 does it all in a salad bowl you know kind of quick, you know, cuz you don't want the the ice cream to melt. Yeah. Soft. And then what he does whenever he's he's done with it all he takes out a um, a really chilled martini glass mm. and puts the ice cream in a martini glass and kind of like kind of swirls it up a little bit so it kind of sticks up. Uh-huh. And then like you know he'll like pop a cherry on there you know <laughs> we'll just leave it like that and then it, it, it's great it, it's absolutely great. Awesome. So what else is in it? Is it vanilla ice cream and brandy? Yeah, yeah. It, 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 it's it's about um, we got like a big salad bowl so we get like. Five scoops, six scoops of vanilla ice cream, and um, you put about maybe like a half ounce of brandy on it. Okay, um, and then maybe like a quarter ounce of creme de cocoa. Mm-hmm. R- really, just kind of sprinkling it on there. Mm-hmm. Um, you mix that up real fast, real good, real good. Um, once it's all mixed in, uh, that's when you put it in the martini glass. Once in the martini glass, dribble a little bit of creme de cocoa on it and let it kind of you know. That sounds down good, the, man. Down the size, it's delicious. Oh, you know what you should you know what you should do is uh, take some cherries and soak them in brandy. So when you're ready, you know you pop oh, one of those on there. It's awesome. It's so it's so delicious, man. Yeah, I yeah I do that sometimes with ice cream at home. I never thought to do it at the bar. I don't know. <laughs> it's yeah, a good idea. And, and, when you make a dessert like that in front of people, they love it. Yeah, yeah. It's sort of like the uh, I'm imagining the. Uh, Big wooden Caesar salad bowl. Some restaurants will make the Caesar salad right in front of you. So that's uh, that, yeah, that, that, and that's exactly it. Except ours, is, it's like a it's like a plastic kind of clear plastic. Wow. But uh, yeah, it's the same thing, man. And, and it's it's really awesome. That's he, he a great actually, idea for driving up your check too. Jimmy made it for like our our, our big boss, mm-hmm. uh, the, the owner of the restaurant. He came in one night, and then uh, Jimmy made him made some for him. And then the guy said, he goes, Jimmy. I want every person in this restaurant to know how to make this. <laughs> That's awesome. And so um, I was the first person he taught right after that. Wow, that's great. That's and I, great. And I, I've made it a few times uh, already, and 
it's been a it's been a hit every time. I bet. So uh, yeah, Jim, Jimmy knows his stuff. Dessert at the bar. I like that. Absolutely. Yeah, that's great. Cool. Yeah, so we have some uh, newer listeners now who uh, it seems like some people are kind of starting. They're not going all the way back to the beginning, you know what I mean, to start at the top. Right, so I was right. wondering if uh, there's any uh, any episodes that come to mind that you've listened, that kind of helped you out when you were starting bartending um, or any stories or anything that you remember. You, you know, like when I started listening to them, I, I felt like every episode I was kind of I – was, I was learning something or you guys were um, – talk about this new thing a different way and I, I, I you know I have like a small epitome be like oh shit never thought about it that way alright and then the episode I really liked was whenever uh, whenever you it's something like I think every bartender can really relate to is is the tip rage uh, I, I, I can't remember which one it was but it was one of the one of the earlier ones you know it, it was so great and I think it was either you or uh, it, yeah, it was me. It's funny yeah, because I, I was, I was, Van always busts my chops about this all the time because, <laughs> because uh, I, I think in that episode I was saying how, you know, I could see it at a, at a wedding or something. It's open bar. You don't understand. People come and they, you know, they don't quite understand that, you know, we're working for tips. Maybe they think the bartenders are already taken care of since it's open bar or whatever. Right. And then he turns it around. And he's like, you are the guy who had the, invented the word tip rage or it, it was invented for you by somebody else <laughs> he says stop with this bullshit about people don't understand they should be tipping you you lost your shit one night <laughs> oh man I, I one of the greatest things um I, I really took away from that is <laughs> i said like how do you how do you like fight back like tip rage and um I, I guess you that said that you know uh, you you know when someone finally does tip you go up to them real loud <laughs> and you like tell them like thank you thank you thank, thank you so much like like you make it known that you know this guy's tipping so you're gonna you know you 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 get him a buyback or something like that and everyone around's like ooh yeah yeah I, I kind of want a shot of whiskey for free too <laughs> here it is it's episode three yeah it was it was yeah really yeah so so the the tip rage was something real relatable <laughs> but that that talking loudly thing I got from um so, uh, there's a bar down in uh, Ocean City Maryland I used to go to a lot and they had when somebody left a big a good tip. They had a bell over their head, and they go ding, ding, ding. <laughs> nice. So that's where I got the idea, you know, to uh, to say thank you, thank you so much, so that everybody around hears it, you know, and gets the idea. <laughs> no, no, absolutely, yeah. And, and people notice that stuff. Like when you say, like, "Oh, thank, oh, thank you, oh, you didn't have to do that. Let me buy you a shot back." You yeah, know? yeah, people, yeah. You, when you say that, people hear that. People are like, "Oh, what, what did this guy do that was, was so damn special?" Yep, yep, that's cool. Everyone kind of wants to jump on the bandwagon. So, uh, any other drinks you like making? Like, what do you like? Not necessarily something fancy, but what do you enjoy making? Um, I well, all right. So, um, I'm not sure if you guys knew this from the first time you interviewed me. I'm from Louisiana, and mm-hmm. so now I'm living in Chicago, and I really kind of like the idea of myself being an ambassador. So I like to learn. Well, I, I know a, a lot of like really like like old school like New Orleans drink, like like a Sazerac or, or mint julep or uh, a Ramos gin fizz. Cool. Um, so those are the drinks I really you know I, I try to make as much as possible. Like if someone like know doesn't know, I'm always like, oh, you know, you should, you should try this. You know, it's really good. Yeah, but um, I really like making martinis. Mm. Like I, I, I take a lot of pride. By my, like I, I always ask them if they like it shaken or stirred, and then sometimes they'll 
they won't even know the difference. And sometimes, you know, I'll kind of explain to them you know, the difference or, you know, why you do the either. And then <clears throat> a lot of times, oh, you know, it's up to you. And I like stirred martinis. Yeah, me too. Um, and so, um, I don't know, I, I put a lot of effort into it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I try to put a lot into it to make it really good and make it, you know, uh, the the best martini possible. I don't like to just start and shake your tin and just shake it around. I'm like, nah, 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 do it, do it the right way. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, I'm I, I'm a really proud martini maker. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. And it's it's funny because it's it doesn't have a lot of ingredients in it. And it seems like it should be simple, but it's it's not. You know, to, to do it right, it's really uh, an art to make a Absolutely, martini. Absolutely, yeah. And then I also, um, I I do like making. Um, there's like a, a really good shot I learned a couple months ago called. It's like it's called applesauce. Okay. And it's um, Goldschlager pineapple juice and uh, apple pucker. Uh-huh. And um it's really good. And then you know, the ladies really like it. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> I bet. Yeah, I have a drink in the back of your head fight for the for those ladies, you know. Hey, yep, yep. Yeah, I know. Because it happens all the time. Ladies walk up. I don't we know. We want what shots. I want. <laughs> I don't Give really us know. shots, bartender. Yeah. Oh yeah. But you know they don't really want like Jameson. <laughs> no, no. It's like let me let me give you some juice, kids. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it was spring- We'll top it off a little bit of vodka for you. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Usually that'll fly, but man, it happened the other night. I, I did that for some some uh it was like two ladies and three guys or something and the and the, the chick was like, These are girly shots. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh did, oh did you want something more manly, ma'am? <laughs> Oh, you! Oh, you realize that, huh? Okay, sorry. <laughs> Trying to fly that one under the radar, because <laughs> you know there's only so many shots a person can handle. You know, or you know, there's only so much alcohol people can handle. She was, you know, right. she was, and she was, she wasn't a, she was small, you know, and she had had quite a bit before that. So I, you know, I was trying to keep it, keep it on the DL, try to, you know, try to not get her too fucked up. <laughs> but she, she, she called, called she, she called me on it. <laughs> But it's funny, you know. It's a stupid drink, but I I like making Long Island iced teas because it's really dramatic. You know, you grab the two bottles, whoosh, grab the next That's two bottles, whoosh, grab the the uh, triple sec and the sour and the uh, soda gun at the same time, whoosh, you know. And it's uh, you know, I think it looks cool when, you, when all those bottles are flying every every which way, you know. <laughs> oh yeah, that, people definitely enjoy, it. especially making like more than one. Yeah, yeah, like three of them you got them lined up right there. Yeah, that's fun. You can get a bunch of attention like that. Yeah. So what's going on with your uh, improv thing? Oh, that- uh, I'm nothing. I'm really big in the improv and, and the comedy scene over here uh-huh. in Chicago. It's it's Chicago's the funniest city in the world. I don't know if you knew that. I knew. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, my phone's ringing here. How the heck? Stop it. That's the first ringtone that they ever made for the iPhone, and you still got it. I know. I never changed it. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid, I know. I should. Um, what were we saying? <laughs> uh, 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 oh, the improv. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I know. Um, like, Second City came out of there, and it was kind of the birthplace of, of uh, Saturday Night Live and, and all, of, all those guys. I'm I'm at Second City right now, uh, doing right. classes over there. So it's super fun, and it definitely helps. Like I've always said, like to become a bartender. Well, first of all, to become a good bartender, you need to be proud and 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 take some pride in in your profession. That's I think that's the first step. Yeah. But um, but you know, to be a bartender, it's like it's it's more than just pouring drinks. Like you've got to be a people person. 
right? There's no, there's no other way around. You can't be like, I don't like to talk to people. I know, I know. Bartender. Um, I don't think you know. It's just it's like it goes hand in hand. Yeah, you see, so, uh, you see, the, you can tell those bartenders right away too because they're always in the corner, like by themselves. You yeah, know. exactly. Just <laughs> quit creeping people out and staring at the ladies, man. <laughs> but yeah, it definitely helps because you know, you know, keeping your customers happy, keeping them laughing. You know, if they like you, they're gonna you know tip you more. So it's it's that relationship, you know. Right. Right. You can't. Um, it's it's not just a a, a a bartering agreement. It's not like you know exchanging goods, you know, and services. It, it's it's right. it's an experience thing. It's like they get, they come to the bar for yeah. For it's a relationship, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. There's so many like people that come to the bar by themselves. Right. And they're not all miserable and and like really yeah. depressed. Like there's some some people that actually come to the bar and by themselves. And, you know, they they want to talk. They come there to. To, and talk and conversate and meet other people and you know socialize. Yeah, what's that so, noise? There's some loud noise. It sounds like something sliding around. <laughs> oh, sorry about that. Uh, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, no, I know what you mean though. There's, um, yeah, I, you know, I, I'm, I got no problem going to a bar by myself either. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and so it's it's that experience, you know. It's um, so the comedy definitely helps out, you know. Getting, yeah, I've never met a customer that doesn't like to laugh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. And I'm sure your uh, military service plays into your bartending somehow. I know you were very um, focused when you were um, learning. I remember you. Yeah, about that. Um, I think that the, the military when that comes in is really my work ethic. I, I like to think I'm an employee that's very like hands off as far as like the management goes because like I go in there, I get my shit done, I don't mess around, then mm-hmm. I leave. Right. You know, and I, it, it's all it's all business to me. It's like right. I go in there, it's like I'm doing a job. I'm trying to make money, and and that's that's the end of it. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so you know, go in there, and you know, I put my nose to the grindstone, and you know, work my ass off till it's time to close. Right. You right. know, work hard, play harder. Yep. There you go. Go out for a drink after that. <laughs> Cheers. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, that's uh, that's a good place to leave it. I think. Thanks again for uh, filling in for Vano. Oh, thank you for having me, man. And, this is uh, such a good time. Yeah, it's always great talking to you. And, uh, you know, maybe we'll do this again. Oh, I can't wait. Maybe we have like a, like a big threesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, do it. we'll do it in the afternoon and we'll have, we'll have cocktails. We'll have a virtual, uh, virtual cocktail party here. There we go. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, we're going to – I'm going to post this up tonight, I guess. And, uh, All right, man. So thanks again. Absolutely. I can't wait to hear it. And um, thank you again for letting me do this. Tons of fun. All right. Cheers. All right, sir. Take it easy. All right, bro. Bye. All right. That's our show for this week. Thanks for listening. Remember, you can always get a hold of me at vince.bartender at gmail.com or on Twitter at Barkeep Tips. Get in touch. Do us a favor. Tell your other bartender friends about us. And we'll see you next week. Bye.